The Valkyrie Cycle, a Monster Hearts 2 actual play podcast by Midnight Ceremonies Media. Episode 2, Time Between Dog and Wolf. Hey, I'm Casey, and I play Mackenzie Starfire Miller in The Valkyrie Cycle. I'm also the producer of the series. Before we begin this episode, a few reminders. If you're tweeting or posting about the show online, please use hashtag the Valkyrie Cycle or hashtag TVC spoilers to tag your content and to help us see anything you'd like to share with us. You can follow our official account at Midnight Sea Media on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates and additional information about this show and more. Finally, a warning that this season deals with heavy themes, including recurring and intense depictions of generational trauma, internalized homophobia, violence, and inter-party conflict. For episode-specific content warnings, please check the episode description or visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy episode two of The Valkyrie Cycle, Time Between Dog and Wolf. Yes, so last time we left off, Lucian was having dinner with his father, and the rest of you were making your way back home after school, after practice, um... But I want to first go to Stephanie. Um, so your mom wanted you home for dinner. Um, mm-hmm. Are you home for dinner? Of course. Um, it's a very normal, from the outside, affair. Uh, your mom cooks dinner. Uh, your brother sets the table. Your dad sits down at the head of the table, the four of you sit there in front of your big window overlooking the street, and uh, from the outside looking in, a perfect family having dinner together. Um, It's honestly, it's probably mostly your parents talking and your dad talking about his day at work and your mom talking about her day, Um, (laughs) but dinner wraps up pretty quickly um and your brother like is you know sullen doesn't speak goes up to his room almost immediately after dinner's over um what do you what does stephanie do when dinner's over um i think towards the end of dinner or actually right after it wraps up um she probably you know helps do the bit of the dishes um because she wants to be in good graces currently. Um, and she just goes, um, I'm going to go over to Sylvia's tonight. Um, your mom who, oh, I have a note in my notes. Describe NPCs. I'm going to do that this <laughs> time. Uh, I remembered um, so first of all, Stephanie's mom, who has a name, her name is Molly Lambert Chaplin, um, is, uh, like, l- like, late 40s, um, older, like, white woman with, like, you know, the suburban mom haircut, though it's, like, you know, it's a little bit more stylish, um, and, you know, dresses very, very nice, not formal, but sort of, like, I guess what we would call business casual, where she dresses very nice, very, like, 
stylish um and uh has like these big sort of like cat eye glasses um and she's like sitting at like the counter with um like an e-reader and like a glass of wine uh and um you know reading a magazine or something and she looks over at you stephanie and says um oh um are her parents there uh i think so why you know i just well i just you know it would make me feel a little better if you were there um with maybe a little supervision um mom we're like i'm 18 like i don't need like a babysitter i don't i'm not saying you need a babysitter i'm just saying i'm not sure that sylvia is a good influence and we're literally just gonna be like hanging out and painting our nails just the two of you uh-huh Okay. You're 18. And she, like, takes a sip of from her glass and says, um... What time are you gonna be home? Um, like, after breakfast tomorrow. <sighs> okay. Alright. Um, as long as you... As long as you stay there and stay safe and don't get in any trouble. Um, it's just a sleepover. Like, what is, what are we, what do you think we're going to do? Uh, she, she just like rolls her eyes and is like, um, I'm... I'm not stupid. I was in high school once. I know that you kids like to party in the woods and, you know, whatever. And I'm just saying I'd like to- Who would party in the woods? (sighs) Okay. All right. It's so cold out anyway. We're not gonna- We're just gonna, like, stay inside and, like, rent a movie or something, okay? Okay. Okay. Stephanie goes over and, like- kind of like puts her chin on her mom's shoulder and just be like I love you mommy thank you uh she like you know uh like pats your back you know and and um says I love you too be careful please um call me if you need anything yeah I know do you head to Sylvia's um well first I'm gonna text Penny because I realized I I said I'd give her a ride and just be like um hey do you still need a ride to Sylvia's I'm going early to help set up but I can like swing over and get you um you get a text back that says uh um yeah my, my parents are okay as long as I'm home before midnight so um 
if you can give me a ride, that would be great. Stefan would be like, well, I can give you a ride there. I can't guarantee a ride home. Um, she says, uh, that should be fine. I know that there are other girls from the team who are coming. Okay, see you in 20 minutes. She sends a thumbs up back. Um, so you drive to go pick up uh, Penny from her house. Um, and uh, meanwhile, um, Starfire, what did you do after track practice? <laughs> oh, man. Um, Okay, I think Starfire probably expected that since Lucian drove her here that he'd be around. So probably spent like a good couple of minutes walking around looking for Lucian and was like, oh, fucking shit. And just walked home by herself. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, you get home. I mean, it's around like, you know, 5.30ish when you um, head home. You It looks like your, your parents are not back yet from work. Um, and uh, as so as you come into the door, the house is pretty quiet. Um, as you like head for the stairs up to your room, um, you see that the door to the basement, which is like, you know, set across from the stairs, the stairwell up that goes up to the second floor. You see the door to the basement is, um, just like slightly open and you can hear, um, the sound of like, like fists against leather. Um, you know, there's a punching bag down there. Starfire kind of like stops, leans against the wall, listens for a little bit. goes to her room and will when she once she's in her room start pulling out different books and pieces of paper and pens and start writing down what she remembers from the story about the snake and then on different pieces of essentially making a conspiracy theory board <laughs> but uh, starts drawing things she remembers like the runes that she's acquired from various fight things and the like a little photo of the snake and writes sylvia on something it puts that next to the snake and is just is sitting there just looking at how things might connect for quite a while gotcha um cassie what did you do after school um, after hanging around the school for a little bit, Cassie heads home, walks home, and I think they spend their time just doing homework, hanging around, not really doing much of anything, um, closed up in their room until it gets closer to the time for the party to start. Your brother Sebastian is making dinner, um, and uh, your dad like calls you down to eat dinner with them um, if you'd like to join them. I think Cassie waits a solid five to six minutes before going downstairs. Um, 
you go downstairs, your brother and your dad are at the table. Um, like, they've started eating already. Um, the place where you're... I mean, it's like there's a place set for your mother, but she's not there. Um, she's very rarely there. Um, but there's a plate in front of her seat at the table. Um, and a plate in front of yours. Uh, and your dad, like, smiles as you come in and sit down. And he says, um... Uh... Sorry, your, um, mom is busy. Couldn't make it for dinner, but, uh, no, how was your day? It was fine. There's just a very awkward silence as, um, your dad doesn't really know what to say after that. And Sebastian is not offering anything, either. I'm going out later, so I'll be back in the morning, maybe? Or late. Um, okay, okay. um, uh, could you, you know, just... Let me know where you go, and if you need a ride, you know, text your brother. Okay. Hanging out with, um, some friends? Yeah, we're, um, studying. Uh, Sebastian rolls his eyes at that, um, but, uh, Armando and, right, I'm describing NPCs. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cassie's, Cassie's dad is, like, another, like, older, like, middle-aged man, um, uh, Mexican, um, sort of, like, dark hair, dark, like, black hair that is, uh, starting to be more like salt and pepper, um, gray and, like, tied back in, like, a ponytail. Um, isn't, like, you know, flannel. Uh, it's kind of like a lumberjack-looking guy. Uh, <laughs> um, Cassie's older brother, Sebastian, is, um, like, mid-twenties, young. He's got, like, a stubble and the mustache and, like, big glasses. Um, looks a little more put together, like a sweater over, like, a collared shirt. Um, and uh it's not very talkative um and so armando just says um um glad you're glad you're studying glad you're on top of things um well um let me know if you need anything uh i'll i'll be here Cassie just gives a sharp nod and then, like, finishes dinner, tosses her plate in the sink before heading back upstairs. Um, Eden, what did you do after getting home? Eden, as he gets home, just, like, right away, kind of just 
gets on his PC and just starts doing homework. Oh, I thought you were about to say gaming. <laughs> no, he he's he's saving that a little bit because he he has a party to go to tonight, and he doesn't want to procrastinate at least a little bit. Yeah, Eden stays on top of their shit <laughs> somehow. So true. Um, yeah, starts doing homework, just studious, finishes sit very quickly, um, does their part for the, uh, begrudgingly does their part for the chemistry project. Um, cool. And kind of just like, I imagine Stephanie and Eden have like a Google Drive for it. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So just like without without saying anything just puts the project up on there. I'm not going to make you describe the project, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've never taken chemistry. I won't do it. <laughs> um uh around like 5:30 or so, um you see that uh like your window your window to your room sort of like looks over the street and you see um like a uh beat up sort of like small sedan like silver sedan pulls up outside of your house and um driven by one al hanlon uh you see the luna's in the front seat and um your little brother roman like hops out the back like waves uh to uh, Riley, who's also in the backseat because they're friends, and um, he, Roman heads inside. And they, the three of them pull away. Um, dinner at the great, in the Grace home is a little bit more lively than the dinners we've seen so far. Um, and <laughs> a little bit more warm. Um, uh, but you have plans later to go to a party. Um, what does, um, here's a question. What does Lucian do after dinner? Okay. Um, so after the horrendous fucking meal, uh, Lucian goes back to his room. Uh, I, it's, everything's new, uh, in his room. Um, things were replaced pretty recently, but, uh, it's um it looks nice it's got like a four poster bed with like the fucking curtains and shit he's it's extra as hell anyways um so he probably looks at his british lit homework and like does probably some of the british lit homework but none of the other homework um and then he probably texts chosen squad group chat Hey, does I uh, does anyone need rides to the party? I assume we're all going together. While he um, starts getting dressed uh, in like tight, tight leather pants um, and like a gaudy belt, um, probably a different pair of Chanel boots, but they're still Chanel boots. And then like this very like flowy, sheer black, open-chested like frilly shirt with like big sleeves with that are like cuffed at the like like tight at the cuff you know on the wrist 
um, and like more chains than like a velvet choker, and then um, probably a little bit of the eyeliner that Cassie gave him because uh, he knows that Caesar's going to be at the party. Um, and then he smudges it on his face, and then he puts on some perfume, and then like because it still is cold, like it's sort of like you know like like a like a bomber jacket, but one of those like really like way too expensive fancy bomber jackets. Um, so he probably takes one of those. His phone and um well his knives are in his car so that's fine um so he already has those with him and yeah i think that he doesn't yeah he doesn't think oh we probably probably took a shower before he got dressed uh and then i um, just i just want to say for the record i know that there's a lot of repressed gay people in this game but i just want to say it's a it is a testament to the open-mindedness of this of this school that lucian is not bullied so hard because <laughs> if i knew somebody in high school who who showed up to to events dressed like that and um and denied adamantly that they weren't gay bro it's the locker for you at school every day well you know he lives his life in a very particular where he's still wearing his cross necklace it's just in his uh, uh in his op- big v open chested sheer white shirt with little gold details on. um you know uh that he matches to the other gold chains he has in the clips on his belt uh, so you know it's it's a whole he's very um straight uh <laughs> yeah um yeah well because i yeah and so then i think he um oh he also probably looks so he has a journal and he probably looks over some notes about some things and then takes it with him in the car and uh leaves zips his bomber jacket all the way up (laughs) i don't know if he's gonna run into his dad but just in case if his dad does see him um but it's a zipped up bomber jacket. He doesn't see the like really, really gay shirt that he's wearing. Um, <laughs> which I don't think helps oh. much, but I don't know how much Arthur Astor knows about gay people. So, uh, <laughs> um, and I don't um, think Lucian thinks yeah. he knows anything. So then he goes to the garage and he, um, yeah, gets in his car and sees if Chosen Squad people need rides. Uh, you don't run into your father as you leave the house. Um, you do walk past his study, uh, which has the lights on and the door closed. Um, but uh, and you head to your to your car. I do indeed. Uh, yeah. Is chosen squad for spoons? Uh, yeah. Starfire does go eat dinner with her family, but once like. Or well, I guess dinner's over in Lucian text. Just you get back all lowercase. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, then Lucian will swing by uh, Starfire's house to pick up Starfire. Pull, pulling into the driveway with a big, big room. <laughs> Star- I imagine Starfire's in her room getting dressed, hears the car, and then it's just like, oh shit, and like... <laughs> <laughs> the whatever <laughs> faster and runs out to go meet Lucian. 
you see that your dad calls after you and says, uh, Mackenzie, what? where are you going? Out. Where? Uh, Lucian's. What time are you going to be home? I don't know. Like, uh, tomorrow, it's tomorrow morning. Good. You know, just in case. That's fine. Just be careful. Okay, thanks. <laughs> and before he can change his mind, Starfire is running out of the house. <laughs> Great. Um, then Lucian will open the wing doors. <laughs> Starfire. Starfire looks the same amount of absolute disdainful every single time that happens never changes uh but we'll get in and say hey where the fuck did you go after track practice that's my fucking business star jesus uh you no i mean i mean you were supposed to all right man what was i supposed to do sorry can you at least tell me next time i was just like wandering around walk home oh well, yes, I mean, can you take the bus? Does the bus not go to your house or some shit? Yeah, I probably could have taken the bus. I just... I Sorry, I mean, I, yeah, sure. Fuck it, yeah. No, you're fine. I mean, it's not your job to, like, drive me around, but... Yeah, with the amount that you complain about my car, you really shouldn't be complaining that you... Maybe you got your wish one of these days you're never going to ride in Blondie ever again because you complained so much about riding in Blondie. So, how about that? Mm-hmm. Do you think, ever think about that before you complain about riding in my I... fucking car? Fuck you, Lucian. Man, wh- is that what you're wearing? To the bar- I, okay. Fantastic. What do you mean? Is that what I'm wearing? <laughs> no, nothing. Is that it's what you're wearing? Uh, uh yeah. Uh, VKC is now going to try to describe Skyfire's outfit. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, I'm not good at clothes, but uh, Starfire is wearing these big, long, uh, black pants, a very, very tight, uh, little white tank toppy thing and then over it like an oversized short sleeve kind of flannel-y looking thing but with a collar and it looks really nice really lesbian really pink lesbian um doc martens uh has a necklace on uh and her hair is down but you she probably still has like a hairband on her uh and chain wrapped around the right arm yeah uh i think um Lucian also probably when Starfire gets in the car opens the glove box and puts on his uh, knife harness. Yeah, Starfire will like you know do the buckles in the back or whatever and be like, yeah. Okay, yeah, I got I got Cass's stuff too, so we should be good. All right, cool, cool, cool. Remember, I know it's reconnaissance. It's it's plant plant. Well, hey, you you moved it up to Plan B. I had it at Plan C, but. No, it's plan B. Okay, great. Murder's plan B. Love that. Then, yeah, Lucian will pull out of the neighborhood and go to Cassie's neighborhood. And room, room, room up to the front of Cassie's house. Um, I think Cassie probably after dinner went to go get dressed and is wearing a cropped short hoodie with a black bra and fishnet like shirt underneath it with like big baggy cargo pants that have a lot of zippers 
um, has like shoved um, like an eyeliner pencil and stuff into her pocket and also pauses to um, grab like a, like as she's running downstairs, she pops into the kitchen to grab like a fistful of plastic bags and shove them into her jacket. And, um, and then is probably already waiting outside for the car to pull up before they even get there. Amazing. Uh, Lucian rooms up. Hey guys. Hey, hot stuff. All right, you getting in? Yep. She like hops into the back, pops out the eyeliner pencil and starts doing his makeup. Uh, Starfire will open the glove compartment, grab out Cassie's brass knuckles, flip around and be like, you know, plan B. Plan B. She reaches and takes them puts him in one of the pockets. I also grabbed, she like <laughs> reaches into her pocket and pulls out the plastic bags. If we're snooping around, I thought we should probably have something to put you things in. You brought bags for evidence. You are the love of my life, Cassie. God, okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think, and then I think Lucian says, are we, are we getting fucked up or is this, I really don't want to do a sober mission. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if we've ever even done a sober mission, have we? I, mean, I suppose we I have. I feel like at least once. It's gotta have been at least once, but as much as any of us has ever kept a low profile, this is probably <laughs> the night for it. say. Um, so we go, make our introductions. Okay, question, genuine question. How much attention do we think Chaplin and Sylvia are paying to the fact that we're friends? Like, is that, do, do we even think that they're there or do we just, you know? Well, um, I, mm, Chaplin and I are. On great terms as previously stated, yes. Yeah, we are mortal enemies. So that's um, gotta involve something. Uh, I don't know how desperately she wishes for my downfall. I know it's on her list of things, but I'm not sure where I rank in priority. <laughs> um, so it might be fine. Um, I know Chaplin also doesn't like Cassie so, for reasons, but I don't know how deep that runs. I don't know if they're going to be paying attention to that, but they know that we've been, you know, we're friends. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Sylvia hasn't, I don't know much about Sylvia. Which is why it's so fucking weird and suspicious. All I know is that it's like, like guard dog. Yeah. Kind of situation. Guard dog. Guard dog. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll keep him busy, running around, chasing you, being suspicious. You know. Usual. Yeah, it's a quick, quick in and out reconnaissance, no mess. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, and I'll open the glove compartment again, pull out the radios, and be like, you know, it's actually probably not a bad idea if we have some form of communication. My question is why we use radios when we have phones. I get it for, like, when we're hunting zombies in the woods, but why the fuck would we do it at a party? I don't fucking know. Do you think I want to be at a party holding a walkie-talkie? Do you know how, how, what social suicide is? Because if I was in the middle of a party and pulled out a (laughs) walkie-talkie... On your on your stealth mission, you're gonna be so obvious that everyone's gonna be paying attention to what you're holding 
wow, I am putting my faith in the wrong hands, and I'm yeah, going to take, like, take his walkie-talkie like back. Like, 80s brick is what we, that what we have. Yeah, people are going to you know pay what, Lucian, a lot of attention If you want to purchase to us new radios, you are more than welcome to. Okay? Okay. I mean, I, I have for this one, let's just use phones instead of a full walkie-talkie kind of deal. Thank you, Cassie. Fucking Fuck thank you, you, Cassie. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking the radios back and putting them away. Don't fucking get yourself caught, okay? You better have some good excuse. Do you have an excuse worked out already? What are you doing walking around the house? Okay, let's work on that instead of making fun of me, huh? Well, well, I was gonna... You will, I, the, the easiest excuse is like, oh, we wanted a you know, private place to make out, but we're not a thing anymore, so it doesn't work as well. Exactly, so what are you gonna say? That, you know, well... Uh, Cassie was having a real rough time and uh, I was I was having a real heart to heart conversation and just trying to make them feel better. Oh sweet Jesus, we are so fucked. Okay. It's not that yeah. hard. It's fine. Easy as pie. It's gonna be easy. Fine. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Question. I didn't really ask a lot of questions after the fact, but so snake. Yeah. Sylvia's a snake. So like, yeah, I, I don't know. I only saw her do magic with her eyes. I mean, it's definitely possible. Eye magic, that's fun. I would have hedged my bets on Chaplin being the magic one, but. Well, Chaplin's, Cha- Chaplin's gotta be something. I don't know what, but fucked up, fucked up. Either, either like, like a weird sorcerer or something, an evil mm. witch. You Something might like not that. be that far off the mark. Um, Wait, do you know? Oh, you know? So I didn't think it was going to come up. Because Cassie, it never what? Really came up. What do you mean me... you didn't think it was going to come up? No. You, okay. Wait, 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 wait. How the fuck long have you known? Well, are you kidding? What do you know? Let me explain before you absolutely tear my head off. Okay, look. When we were kids, it was... You know, she was really into, like, these weird spell things that she would find on, like, Tumblr or something. And one night at a sleepover, I asked her about it, and she, she grabbed my hands, and she looked into my eyes, and she did something. And it was, it was like, she asked me to tell her a lie, any lie. And I went to say it, and she my head started splitting and i don't know i didn't i didn't think it was magic at the time obviously because why do you think that it's magic when you're two kids messing around but oh my god chaplain's magic chaplain's a witch witch maybe i don't know i haven't seen her do it in forever but at the very least can do spells yeah it needs eye contact so she catches you that's good Good to know. No looking chaplain directly in the eyes. Yeah. Which in a snake. Maybe, is he, you know, there's like a phrase, like a pit of vipers. Maybe this is a bad idea. Who cares? When have we ever thought that something was a bad idea and then decided not to do it? Yeah, but I'm usually the one who makes the bad decisions as far as making, making reckless choices. So I just want to put it uh-huh. to the... Tell me I'm wrong. 
No. All right. So, fun. Good update. All right. I think I'm, I'm, I'm all ready. Everyone else is. Yep. Okay. Uh, Lucian, let's, because it's the plan, um, let's Starfire off a block away and then pulls up to uh, pulls up to the house. Okay. So we're going to cut back in time a little bit. What do you do um, with like the couple of hours after Lucian leaves before the party? Um, I think he just probably has a quick dinner on his own because his grandmother's not there and Brianna's not there and then gets ready for the party. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it is, uh, it's a Friday, so your grandmother, like, left food in the fridge, but, like, there's no, for you to, like, warm up, but there's, um, no, like, no meat in it. It's, like, uh, like, fish, seafood, um, and, like, or, like, just straight up, like, vegetarian, like, it was empanadas, and, uh, then you, what, what is, uh, what's the fit? What's the party fit for Caesar? (laughs) Okay, um... So, shirt is, well, like, undershirt, sort of, is, um, one of those, like, sleeveless black turtlenecks, but it's cropped. It's very much the- why are you, as a man, wearing a black turtleneck? Because you're a whore? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, like- Black high-waisted pants that like really accentuate his waist. Caesar is also why are you as a man have a small waist so other man can hold it? <laughs> um over like the cropped turtleneck, he's wearing like a like this like silky like red sort of dress shirt. No, like a jacket, like a red jacket that he could button up, but he leaves it open. And then boots and cuz Lucian told him about Sylvia, he is going to keep a knife like in his boot. Okay cool um (laughs) we cut back to stephanie um first quick what's the what's stephanie's party fit please regale us okay so um she touched up her makeup from the day um probably extended the eyeliner to be a bit more dramatic and is in I was also going to say black pants, uh, black low-rise jeans, and um, a pink tube top, and she's got on her uh, big hoop heart heart hoop earrings. And oh, and also, of course, I mean, she always wears her uh, necklace. 
um, her matching the neck the matching best friend's necklace that she has with Sylvia. Stephanie also has on her bracelet with the sea charm. And um yeah, she's got on her big old uh puffy winter coat for travel, but plans to take that off as soon as she gets to Sylvia's. I think yeah, when she she goes to pick up um Penny. Um she doesn't she doesn't message Sylvia beforehand. Uh She's just going to sh- show up. Cool. Uh you pull up outside Penny's house, which is like this very nice s- sort of small um like white house, picket fence, um snow-covered yard. Um, and Penny runs out. She's, like, in a big coat. Um, but, uh, she, like, you know, runs out the front door, climbs in the front, and says, um, uh, hi! Oh my gosh, thank you so much for, uh, picking me up. Um, I'm pretty excited. I don't, I haven't, like, been to that many parties this year. Well, I'm glad you're coming. We gotta get you out more. Yeah, I guess. Um, I think it's because, like, it's, you know end of the semester i'm already into college so my parents are even letting me coming are even letting me come so i'm excited oh where where did you where are you going again um oh uh she like hesitates for a moment and then it's like um oh well i got into a couple places but um this morning i uh like you know accepted my spot at yale i'm really excited that's so exciting! Congrats! Thank you. <clears throat> Stephanie turns up the music a bit louder. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, they drive to Sylvia's. Cool. Um, you get to uh, you get to Sylvia's house. Um, you inside sylvia what's uh the vibe has sylvia done anything since like getting out of track um when sylvia got home they put a marie carey pot pie for one in the oven and got um do you know lean cuisines the like microwave meals she grabbed like two of those and heated them up and then grabbed like a bag of chips. That was her dinner. Um, she the first thing she did when after putting the Popeye in the oven was she went up to her room and opened the door to Regina's um terrarium. Yes. Uh that takes up I forgot to mention this. Um so her room is quite big, has a queen bed, but um Regina's terrarium takes up a third of the room. It just is a third of the room. Um, and so she opens the door and lets Regina just have like free reign of the house. So Regina's probably like slithering around around her in the kitchen when she's eating. Um, and then when she's done, she'll go back to her room and get dressed for the party, which will basically just be taking off the hoodie and leather jacket that she wore for the day and putting on a cropped 
black Harley Davidson sweatshirt. Um, and we're gonna just say that her boyfriend cut jeans that she wore earlier are high-waisted. So that's what she's wearing. Um, and then she'll put on like a little more makeup than they were wearing earlier in the day. And then they're gonna go around, make sure the door to her mom's office is locked and the door, the other doors are locked. Cool. Um, you pull up, uh, you're like waiting for, for Stephanie to arrive. You see that her um, Jeep pulls up outside after a moment and um, uh, Stephanie gets out and so does Penny. I don't know how well Sylvia knows Penny, but um, there is another person with Stephanie that she did not tell you about. Sylvia's gonna wait for them to like get to the front door. Would Stephanie knock or like just come in? Is the door unlocked? Yeah, the door's unlocked. Yeah, she just comes in. Of course she just comes in. She would know if uh, she would know that the door like... would be unlocked and would just come in and would just be like Sylvia! Stephanie, hey, oh. Um Stephanie would run up to Sylvia and just be like, hey girl! And like <laughs> give her that kind of like uh I'm sorry, I have to. She'll do like the kind of like air kiss on the like cheek. Are her hands in the air like little like I can't touch anything mama type thing? Yes, of course they are. <laughs> She's not actually going to like make like <sighs> she won't actually she won't actually touch Sylvia, but she'll um yes. Fucking mm -hmm. lose it. I'm gonna lose it. And then she'll be like, Where are shots? I need to get fucked up as soon as possible. Yeah, they're um I haven't taken anything out of the liquor cabinet yet, but you know where it is. Um, who... Who's this? Oh, hi. Uh, Sylvia, this is... This is Penny. She's my friend from Cheer. You've oh. met before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, sorry, I... Sorry, I didn't know you were gonna, um... Like, arrive with Stephanie. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, uh, thank you for hosting this. This is, uh, pretty cool. I'm excited. Um, and, uh, where should I, where should I put my coat? Uh, just, like, in the coat closet by the front door there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you. She, like, takes off, like, her big coat and, um, she's in, like, um, at school, she dresses, like, very nice, like, again, like, kind of, like, a business casual kind of look. Very, like, formal. Um, but now she's, like, in, um, like, a, like, a pink mini skirt with, like, a, like, sort of ripped up black t-shirt. And she goes and, like, puts her, hangs up her coat in the closet. Stephanie's ran off. She's, she's left. She's left to go get the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Penny's just like, um, do you do you need like help setting up? Should no, I? Uh, it's all good. 
Um, I actually need to feed my snake though, so I mean, you can oh, come with me. Yeah. What kind of what kind of snake? Oh, uh, she's a ball python. Oh my gosh, that's that's so cool. I my parents don't let me keep pets, um, but that sounds really that sounds dope. Um, like, can I can I can I see the snake if you're? Yeah. Um, I imagine she's just curled up, like kind of in the couch. So Sylvia's gonna walk over. Um pick up Regina, kind of do the, like, wrapping around the neck type thing, holding, like, the head. Um, yeah, so, uh, this is Regina. Um, I'm just gonna, like, go to the pantry to feed her, and then they're gonna walk over to the pantry, where there's just, like, a little cage of a bunch of mice, and then Sylvia's gonna put Regina down on the ground and take out just grab two mice from the cage and drop them on the floor and let Regina, like, hunt them and get them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, Penny doesn't seem that phased. Um, but that, for me, Catherine, that's crazy. <laughs> um, Penny's just like, oh, that's so cool. She seems into it. Um, meanwhile, uh, Eden, uh, you get a text from um, your group chat. Uh, <laughs> you get a text from your group chat, and it's um, Justin who says, um, hey, what's the plan? Who's driving? Question mark. Eden takes one look at the text. And then looks up into the corner and sees the time. And he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and Eden's like, I could probably drive if you want. Can you, they, they, they like all text you like, hey, can you come get all of us? And Eli's like, yeah, Chris is at my place. Can you get him too? Thumbs up. Alrighty. What's, uh, what's the Eden party fit? Um, Eden is keeping the, um, the cashmere sweater and the little, um, and the shirt underneath from school, keeping that, but instead of, uh, having jeans on, puts, like, puts on a, uh, like a mid-length skirt, uh, with, uh, with some thigh highs underneath, kind of, um, and, like, make up a little bit, almost e-girl aesthetic, with the uh, so true, with with the, with the top lip painted black, um, winged eyeliner, whole nine yards, um, and has some and has a pair of like black Converse that she puts on. Amazing, um, uh, yeah. You get ready, head out. Um, you get in your car and um, uh take off for Justin and Eli's houses. Um, actually, like, in the, like, pretty pretty close by, um, uh, you see that Eli comes out kind of wearing, like, the same thing that they were wearing at school, but, like, maybe just touched up their makeup a bit. Um, describing NPCs. 
um uh Eli Xiao is um uh Chinese American uh fairly short like tan skin um they have like really long black hair that's like shaved on one side um and very goth um and uh Justin uh has like long brown hair like tied back though I guess he's wearing it down now for the party um he's got like the the you know like the high school guy like hoodie flannel kind of thing going on um and uh they pile into the backseat um Chris also Justin sits in the front Chris and Eli pile into the backseat Chris is like punk rock band guy um who's much taller than Eli and so his legs are just like really scrunched up in the back um and they all clamber in and um are psyched for this party uh Justin is like um no Kaz uh Kaz went along with her friends oh okay cool yeah meeting us there cool cool yeah alrighty let's kick it yeah Eden turns up the music it's again EDM gotta drive it home yeah it hurts every time. <laughs> um, but yeah, you pull out of uh, the driveway and head for the north side of town to a very wealthy neighborhood for Sylvia's house. Um, Caesar, you also, you like, I'm, are you going by yourself or do you like go with anybody? Um, I think he would, ugh, okay, yeah, he would offer to drive people, like, anyone in, like, Stuco. Um, Alex definitely is, like, the first one to respond, is like, um, hell yeah, I need a ride. Um, and Luna just says ditto. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Caesar rolls his eyes, but he will go and pick them up. Um, yeah, Cora texts back, and she's like, yeah, I, I'm gonna meet you guys there. I'll drive myself. Um, you go pick up Alex. Uh, Alex Kennedy, who's the treasurer. Um, he's got like short blonde hair, um, a bunch of freckles. He's in like a like a dark green flannel, a graphic tee, and like jeans and uh, Converse. And he just like jumps in the back seat. Um, he already smells like weed. Um, he's like. <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks, thanks, Caesar. Um, this is hype. Yeah, absolutely no problem. Uh, cool. Um, and you guys go and pick up Luna from her house, which is, um, I guess it's 2017. I don't know if the progressive pride flag is popular yet, um, but there is... I think the Philly pride flag exists, like, the one with the black and brown stripes on top of the rainbow. So that one is, like, hanging from, like, a flagpole outside the house. Um, and you pull up to, to Luna's place, and she comes out, um, front door, uh, in, in a, in a jacket, and hops in the front seat and says, um, hey, thank you for the ride. 
Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, cool. Let's go. They will go. Oh wait, I forgot to say. Um, before Caesar left the house, he would have like written a note, like to his grandma, that he was out with friends. Uh, you pull up to you pull up outside of Sylvia's house. Um, which I guess which group would arrive first besides like the people who are already there? Uh, maybe chosen squad. I feel like they want to. They got work to do, so they probably show up early on the earlier side of things. I think Eden and Campfire Squad arrives right after Chosen Squad, or like ten minutes after, maybe. Then Starfire probably walks in after Eden's gang gets there if she's taken her time on the walk. Yeah, and then I think Caesar and like. Luna and Alex will arrive just like shortly after Eden's. I I kind of wanted to do something before the party started, if that's Yeah. Go, so Yeah, go ahead. I think Stephanie, after like I think she does two shots in a row. And then she gets on then she pulls up her phone and starts scrolling through Instagram. And she is trying to um, forget about things, but also she's self-destructive and curious, kind of trying to snoop to see what all of the info is, what is, what is, who's asked who to prom, who, who's going to what school, Basically, anything that might have been posted on social media today, she wants to know about. Absolutely. Please roll to gaze into the abyss. Um, I rolled a seven plus two, so that's a nine. Um, okay. Well... I think this would qualify as a pretty alarming vision, maybe. I don't know. Depends. I uh, But um, you're scrolling through social media. You know, you see, like, um, not, not a lot has happened today. You know, there were some, like, people who accepted colleges, you know, like, um, mostly, like, local schools around um, uh, Washington. Um, but you also see on somebody's Instagram story... They have a full video of today at lunch, which you missed because you were at the yearbook meeting, but they have a full video of Cassie walking into the lunchroom with um, a bouquet of flowers and um, a box of what you presume to be probably chocolates and asking Eden Grace to prom. And it's very cute. And it's very adorable. And they look so happy. And genuinely, like, really into each other. Stephanie closes her phone. And she opens it again and texts Caleb and says, uh, Hey, are you on your way? Um, it takes, like, a minute. And then you get a text back. It's like, yeah, I'm at a stop sign. Like five minutes away. 
cool, great. And then um, she closes her phone again, does another shot, and goes and finds Sylvia. Where is, is Sylvia, like, in her room? Because Regina's eaten the mice by now. Um, I think Sylvia's just gonna let Regina, like, roam around the house until more people arrive. Um, and I was gonna say it's probably gonna go, like, over to the living room where the liquor cabinet is to grab some shots with Stephanie. Well, then, if... Sylvia walks up. Stephanie, you can tell, is already... She's drunk. And is just... It looks... Can I roll to keep my cool, actually? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god, that was re- it's really bad. That's I think that's a failure. Wait, hold on. Yeah, that's a 6. Okay. Um Sylvia, you walk up uh to, you know, like there's like a little like min- there's like a like a like a bar kind set up behind or like the liquor cabinets behind it um with like some stools and Stephanie's like sitting at one. Um, and you walk up and she doesn't like, you know, she's doesn't see you immediately. Um, sort of like looking off to the side, like middle distance, like staring into the middle distance. Um, and Stephanie keeps a pretty cool, composed face most of the time. Um, but like you catch her just in this moment, brief moment. A vulnerability and you see just like written on her face loneliness and like a weird like melancholic yearning and then you walk up and she turns to look at you and it's gone it, it's replaced by anger and stephanie's drunk and she's not keeping her cool and she just goes, it was Cassie. Cassie asked Eden, not Eden. Cassie asked Eden. Why? It's fucking, why does she fucking do that? When are people arriving? Are people here? Who's here? No, it's just Penny, you and I. Um, do you... Are you good? Do you want me to cancel? No, no, no. It's fine. No, it's... Don't fucking cancel. <laughs> no, where... I, where's Caleb? And he's gonna get here. He's gonna get here as soon as he's... Caleb's gonna get here. And then... <laughs> yeah, um... You think I should ask him? Should I ask should I ask him to prom? I mean, do you want like a big proposal to you? Like is that what you want? 
No, that's not what I fucking want. But I can't have what I want. I mean, you're not alone in that, so... Like, I guess. Yes, of course, because everyone fucking gets what they want. Everyone. Not everyone, so. Well, who else is miserable like me? It's just fucking me. She does another shot. Sylvia's gonna do like two shots and then gonna walk away and find Regina to take Regina back to her terrarium in her room. Penny has missed all of this. She she is hanging out in the living room, watching Penny. No, Penny is watching Regina the snake, um, trying to like, uh, she's like you know like two fingers like petting like the head, like of the snake, um, very 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 entranced by the by the snake. Um, I'm so normal right now, um. <laughs> Uh, and you, you know, you carry Regina up to her terrarium as you see that, like, more cars start to pull up, uh, outside, and the doorbell starts to ring. Um, people from school, mostly, like, seniors, juniors, like, people that you know, um, start piling in to the house, um, music starts to play, uh, and, um, Stephanie, you maybe manage to pull yourself together in time for people to start walking into the room with the liquor cabinet. She goes to the bathroom and makes sure her makeup looks perfect and she didn't smudge it. And um, then she, she goes and like, yeah, she goes back, gets like, a red solo cup, some mixed drink, something to just hold in her hand to look casual and fine. Yeah, people, like, other people have brought other stuff besides, um, like, just what's in Sylvia's cabinet. Like, some people have brought, like, you know, a beer and, um, um, and people start to pile in. Um, when the Chosen Squad arrives, well... Lucian and Cassie arrive first. You guys pull up outside of Sylvia's house and you see that there are a bunch of cars lined up on the street already. Um, and uh, seems like the party is like kicking off, starting to get going. Lucian turns to Cassie. You ready to do this? Ready as I'll ever be. Lucian gets out of the car and... Is, it, is this the kind of party that you ring the doorbell for or do you just walk in? Uh, now that, like, it's going, people are just walking in. People who who arrived first, like, 
rang the doorbell, but like once enough people are inside, people are just walking in. Great. Then they, I will walk in with Cassie. Do we who do we see what is what's the lay of the land? Can we get like a like a like a scan? Yeah, okay. So here's what I'm imagining Sylvia's house is sort of laid out like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Victoria. Um, basically like walk in like big foyer Um, then there's like you know a big fancy living room um, like sitting area kind of thing with like a bar in the back and like the liquor cabinet um, which is where people are setting up like the solo cups and the mixed rigs Um, and then there's like a kitchen where people have set up more drinks there's like a big patio out in the back um, which also like leads to the pool um, where some people are already out smoking, they're like, there's, you know, probably like a second, like, sitting room, there's a bunch of, like, open space, there's a big staircase, um, towards the middle of the house that goes upstairs, um, where you can see there's, like, more bedrooms and stuff up there, um, but most people are, like, seem to be keeping it close to the, the, the first floor for now, and there's, like, as you walk in, a lot of people sort of milling around talking and you can hear music playing from like the two different like living rooms cool um then i say we just start you know i think lucian probably takes a couple hits off of his pen from his pocket um and then uh maybe wanders over and does a single shot and it's like all right that's enough for for investigatory purposes and then uh looks at cassie and then like heads off to just a hallway that's not where everyone else is just investigating veering off uh well where where's sylvia hanging out um Sylvia's probably hanging out kind of just in the foyer, like not in the middle, but kind of on the side, just so she sees who's arriving at her house. Okay. You see Lucian and um, Cassie come in together. Sylvia's gonna give Lucian just like a little nod of like, sup, other party rich kid. And then that's like the only interaction they'll do. Lucian, yeah, Lucian doesn't doesn't want Sylvia to know that he holds any animosity towards. So also we'll just do a little nod at the party as well. Uh, and then, yeah, takes a shot and then goes down uh, a hallway to investigate further. As soon as they walk in, um, Cassie takes a second to cast a glance over the like layout map out where everything is in her head before watching Lucian is with a visual cue is it like does Cassie does Lucian want Cassie to follow him or are they splitting up and doing oh, no they're not splitting uh Lucian like does you you've seen him very like, he's very wolfish and whenever he like gets into like game mode and so he just sort of like does like a scan sees Sylvia nods and then like you can you can see him find where he's gonna go with his eyes and then he starts moving that way and you just know that he wants you to come with yeah no hesitation he follows 
shortly after Lucian and Cassie enter the party, um, Eden, you pull up with your group of friends. Um, they all who all pile out of your car, um, and head up the front steps to Sylvia's house. Did I spot Starfire walking up alone? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> just gonna see her walking down the block and just raise an eyebrow and then uh, step closer to the door, like take a breath and her demeanor kind of just changes a little bit, kind of more, she was more relaxed in the car kind of chill and then just like just completely expression changes just steely almost you head inside you see this like foyer you see that Sylvia's um, there sort of like hanging against the wall watching people come in Um, Justin like comes in pats you on the shoulder and like, you know, does like a finger to the head and like points at Sylvia to like wave and then goes in and heads for the alcohol. I think Eden sees Sylvia, nods, says, Hi, Sylvia. Thank you for hosting. Yeah, no problem. And then walks inside uh tries to find cassie starfire you come in not too not too late after after them and kind of similar to lucian starfire does also have this like slightly wolfish vibe to her but not like like how you imagine deceptive wolves in fairy tales that kind of confidence and just general attitude and that's not unusual for her this is kind of the way she is at parties but walks in just smirks at sylvia and walks away sylvia is gonna follow starfire and starfire starfire hears sylvia start following her and as she's walking forward doing the same thing that cassie was doing mapping out the room just smiles to herself doesn't turn around but she knows sylvia's following Caesar, you pull up with uh, the student council. You see that actually, like you uh, and Cora arrive like about the same time. You see her like, uh, like Subaru hatchback pull up and like park. She parks behind you, um, and uh, you and like the other three members of like the student council sort of like walk up together. Cora waves like, "Hey, um, thanks for the invite." Yeah, absolutely. You're my friend. Of course, I would. Cool, cool. Um, if I get into any shit uh, with Sylvia, I'm gonna say that it's your fault for inviting me. Just so you know. Uh, okay, I will keep an eye on that, and hopefully you will not get into shit with her. Okay. Well, me too. Me too. Um, she's like basically wearing the same thing she was wearing at school, just minus the hoodie, like usual jean jacket covered in like patches and pins. And, like, a gray t-shirt and, like, ripped jeans. Um, 
her hair is down. Her hair is like usually kept up in a bun, but um, right now it's down. Um, and sort of like one side is like braided back. So like there's like the illusion that like she has like a shaved side, but not really. Um, and uh, you and your friends walk into the party. Um, there was no greeter when you four walk in. Um, but uh, you see that Luna goes and like hangs up her um, jacket and I will describe Luna Hanlon. Um, she's like a, like medium height, dark brown skin. Um, she has like these very long um, locks pulled back in like a half bun. Um, and she has crescent moon earrings um, and uh, a black leather jacket over like this sparkly like black crop top and a blue mini skirt on the four of you walk into the party and um i think alex like sort of splits off heads for the folks on the patio smoking and i think luna and cora stick close to you caesar okay yeah so where are you headed in the party since everyone's already here who all do I see that I know? Um, okay. Where is Stephanie at this moment? Has Caleb arrived yet? Yes. Um, well, as soon as he arrived, she would go up to him, give him a big hug, just, like, throw her arms around him, and would maybe like actually like hug a little tighter than she usually does and then would be like just like follow whatever he wants to do like he'll just she'll just follow him around and like if they come in if if they're sitting like if he sits down she'll just like sit down and like lean against him and is just on him as much as possible okay um, yeah, he, like, came in, has, like, a solo cup in hand, um, he's, like, leaned up against a wall, like, talking to people, arm around Stephanie's waist. Um, you walk in, Caesar, um, you see him for, like, a brief moment, the two of you, like, sort of make eye contact as, like, you walk in the room and look around, and he looks away. Um... There's like you know other people like other people here. You see like you can you see like you know people that you know are Eden's friends. You see people from the basketball team, from other people from the track team are here. Um, you see Stephanie. You don't see Sylvia. Um, you see that uh, Michael Tanaka is also here, um, like drinking in a corner with a bunch of other like basketball guys. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Caesar will not approach Stephanie and Caleb, but he will, like, give a wave in, like, both their direction. And... Because um, he's with Cora, yeah. Uh, he will... I see Eden, right? Yeah. Yeah, then he will go and chat with Eden and their gang. Yeah, Eden, you you were, like, you know, sort of, like, looking around for Cass, but, um, uh, Caesar comes up with, like, 
his like Stuco friends um, before you can like really get the chance to like go wandering off. Hey Caesar. Hi, uh, Eden. Hey. What's up? Uh, you know, nothing much. Party. How how have you been? I've I've been all right. It's awesome. been a pretty good day. Uh, that's great. That's great to hear. Yeah. Uh, you know, you and Cassie, that's amazing. Wonderful. I'm, uh, ready to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. After, um, yeah, it's been a week. It's been a week. What are the plans for tonight? Just, just, you know, party. I don't think anything too crazy. You don't know if anything's going down tonight? Well, can we talk in private, actually? Sure. Um, yeah, I will pull Eden away to somewhere and I will ask, hey, Eden. What do you know about Sylvia? Uh, they're in my homeroom, but... And they're Stephanie's friend, but... Mm-hmm. She kind of just keeps to herself. I don't know. I doesn't really talk. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, re- I respect that, I respect that, you know, they keep themselves, that's fine. I mean, like, she's Stephanie's friend, but, you know. Yeah, she's Stephanie's friend, you know. Working relationship. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, you, you get it, you, I think you get it. Why? What are the vibes? Uh, you know, I just heard rumors. Not good vibes is what I heard. I saw them on the way in. Should I be keeping my eye on them? I think you should be, and I think you should be careful, and I think if she... I think you should avoid altercations. <laughs> Caesar, you're looking out for me? <laughs> I'm sorry, I think we've known each other for so long now that you don't need to. No, yeah, I know. You... You're my friend, and... I mean it when I say it to you. I understand. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, you know, uh, just passing along information. You know I always have my eyes and ears open. Yeah. That's why, that's why, that's why I was hoping you would know. to hear all the juicy rumors. Anyways, see you around. 
Yeah, I will. See you around. Give Caesar like a little wink before heading out. <laughs> um so we smash cut back to the werewolves um who are wandering um sylvia's house looking around where do you do you go upstairs um not immediately okay you're looking around the the ground floor yeah cursory look over ground floor and then maybe upstairs if we don't find anything on ground floor Mm-hmm. The ground floor first. Um, yeah, you look around the ground floor. Um, there's like, um, you know what looks like you know sort of guest room looking thing, like a very bland um bedroom, uh, with you know simple bed no not very many decorations um there's like a couple teenagers in there making out um there's a a bathroom um like a big bathroom on the ground floor uh like a little sort of office um but like you know there's nothing out like the drawers are locked um just like a a desk and uh like cup full of pens on it um, like some family photos on the wall, but nothing, uh, nothing interesting down here. Do you want to go upstairs? Yeah, sure. Before they leave, though, Cassie's going to take pictures of the family pictures that are up on the, wherever they are. Um, yeah, there's, like, one that's, like, a big sort of family photo, um, with, um, like, an old woman, um, a bunch of women in this photo. Um, you see that, like, they're, it, you can't really tell who's, who Sylvia is, because it seems like this is a picture taken when she was, like, a kid, or she's not in it. Um, but, um, there's also, like, another photo of, like, just three people and you can definitely tell who sylvia is in this photo even though they look much younger um and then like a woman an older woman who looks sort of like her um with like short like mid-length hair um and then an older man with like black like short black hair like a suit jacket and it's like clearly clearly their parents and sylvia um like a very nice frame on the wall and then like like clearly like other relatives because that like all sort of like look similar to Sylvia or their mom hanging on the wall and stuff. Uh, but yeah, you get photos of all of them. I think we uh, go upstairs. If there's nothing interesting downstairs. Okay. Um, you head upstairs. Um, Sylvia, I have a question. What rooms up here would be locked? Besides the obvious one. The first door when you get up the stairs is probably their mom's office and that one would be locked. And then it's like down the hall one way is their mom's room and down the hall the other way is their room. Um, And at the end of the hall on the side with their mom's room is the one with the lots of locks. Yeah, most of the rooms up here are locked. There's, like, a bathroom that's open. Um, a couple of other, like, 
obvious guest rooms that are open. Um, but there's, like, one freaky door that has, like, a bunch of locks, like, above the, the doorknob. I think Lucian looks at it, looks at Cassie. Seems like the place to be. Yep. Okay. Um, and then I think, because uh, he knew that we were trying to do some sneaky shit, he probably, um, one of his inside pockets brought a screwdriver. He's going to um, unscrew the hinges of the door so he doesn't even have to go through the locks. Uh, so it just swings on the other side of it because fuck locks. While he's doing this, Cassie like takes a step away, goes to wherever um, the opening to the hallway is and just stands there and leans back against the wall, making sure to stay out of sight of the stairs, but enough so that she can see if anybody's approaching. While he's unscrewing the hinges, he sort of just whispers over his shoulder like, yeah, rich people say they're so smart with their fucking 1,200 locks. And all you got to do is just take the hinges off the door. I think they get smarter after a while. I really want to say that this door opens into the room so the hinges wouldn't be able to reach on the outside. But I'm also kind of flipping this. So we're going to say for some reason it opens into the hallway. Um... Okay, get the hinges off the door, and we will come back to you. So, meanwhile, um, Starfire, uh, you are heading, um, into the house. Where are you going? Sylvia's following you. I'm going to, I'm going to get a drink. Okay. I'm just sauntering over to the table where there's alcohol. Mm -hmm. Getting myself a red solo cup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Stephanie, you probably, you definitely spot Starfire come in. Sylvia trailing behind her. Stephanie doesn't, Stephanie doesn't move from her, from her place with Caleb. But if she does see Sylvia, like, start to follow Starfire, she's just going to send a quick text being like, don't make a scene. I think as Starfire's walking by. For half a second, she catches Stephanie's eyes with, as, like, she's walking by Stephanie and Caleb very intentionally, and but does it kind of blasé and keeps walking. She'll get her drink, and she'll put one arm against the wall, cross her legs, just kind of lean there, swishing the drink around. Sylvia will probably see the text from Stephanie and just respond with, obviously and then go up to starfire so where are your friends nice party i like what you've done with the place looks great yeah did they ditch you you know i actually don't feel the need to Make sure they're with me all the time. They can do whatever they want. Oh. Uh, I would point of just point of reference. Uh, Starfire is not maintaining eye contact with you. Occasionally, she'll like flick her eyes back to you, but then she'll look back down at the drink, just playing with you, eye contact wise. 
She's not keeping the glance, just ever so slightly messing with it. Why do you ask? Where's yours? She's over there with her boyfriend. Yeah. They seem close. Yeah. So... You're just here to party alone? Well, no, you're with me now, aren't you? Sylvia's gonna lean in really close. And just, like, put a hand on Starfire's face. And then, like, move it down to the neck. Oh, I didn't give you permission to do that. Oh. Sorry, I thought permission carried over from last time. No, I didn't. And Starfire will put, like, a thumb to Sylvia's chin and just push her back a little bit. Sylvia is gonna take her other hand and grab Starfire's hand. So, what, I talked to your rude friend? And now we can't have fun? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I told you. You mess with her, and you mess with me, I meant it. Yeah. And if you or your friends mess with me, or my family. Well. So why should that Stephanie stop you, Ben? Because we had to go. Are you afraid of me, Sylvia? Yeah, right. You know, there's this French saying that I like a lot. It's a word for twilight. They call it the time between dog and wolf. When you can't tell an enemy from a friend. When the lines between the known and the unknown, and the tame and the feral fade away. So if you walk alone at twilight, you're always hoping to see a dog, right? Because people like dogs, they're loyal and gentle and they want to love you. But wolves? Wolves are just as loyal, but they are not kind. They have their pack and everyone else is either a prey or predator. Wolves don't hesitate. You run from wolves in your fairy tales and your dreams. If you look at me and you see a dog, you're looking at me in twilight. Starfire walks away. Before Starfire can walk away, Sylvia is just going to look her in the eyes and go, I've always been more of a snake person anyway, so don't really care about dogs. Okay, um... Can I get, like, CPR? Can I be I do feel like I need a roll to shut down 
maybe from both of you. <laughs> uh, Can I roll it with hot based on the way that went? You know, I will allow that. Thank you. Eight. That's a seven. Crazy. Okay. Okay. So, um, you both um, can choose one from below. They lose a string on you. If they have no strings on you, gain one on them. They gain a condition, or you take one forward, and then you each can give each other a condition. I'll take one forward. I'll gain a string. I'll give her the condition, pray. Question to Catherine. Can I use and give the condition snake food without having the moves that relate to the condition snake food? There is no reason why that would not work. So absolutely. Cool. Giving Starfire the condition snake food. The parallels of those conditions. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, I'm... Wow, I love you guys. Okay, let me pencil that in. Mm-hmm, okay. Starfire, you walk away. Um, everyone in this room watched Sylvia and Starfire have very conversation um and i'll leave it up to you all to determine what you think happened there because honestly i feel like it's really open to interpretation um Cass and lucian are still missing um starfire where do you go Oh, I was really hoping you were going to go to someone else first, though I had time to think about that. <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Um, do I see Caesar? Do I see Caesar around? Or Eden, yeah. even? I will yes. go to Eden. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm, 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 yeah. Starfire looks very confident and in control. No, no, no. She's, she's, that was her plan. That was the whole plan. It ended there. She's out of ideas. Um... So, is that recognizable in Starfire's face at all? Probably if you knew her really well, but I don't think maybe anyone but Lucian, Cassie, and they are upstairs uh, unscrewing the hinges of a door. So uh, do I see Caesar or Eden? Who do I see first? Who are they with? Like, what, what do I see when I turn around? Um, okay, when you turn around, you see... You, like, look at the room. You see Caesar... Um, standing with, like, Cora and Luna, and you see Eden with Eli and Chris. God damn it. Sorry, I just not particularly want to go talk to any of these groups of people. Um, she'll go talk to Eden. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Sylvia, where do you go? Um, if Sylvia is gonna go walk past Stephanie, 
do you think Stephanie would notice what just happened? <laughs> I think Stephanie was keeping an eye on where Sylvia was going because she wanted to make sure things were gonna be chill. And so to Stephanie, she just saw them just talk. Mm -hmm. But a lot of face touching. Yeah, there was a lot of face touching. Stephanie's just gonna raise an eyebrow at Sylvia, like, but not say anything. Um, Sylvia's gonna make eye contact and do the little like dart to the corner of like, do you want to come with me? Stephanie will nod and and then uh, kind of pull lightly on Caleb and be like, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, sure. Sylvia is gonna just like walk in front of Stephanie, making sure Stephanie's following and they're gonna lead upstairs to Sylvia's room. Oh, I am not letting them leave. I'm doing something to get in the okay, way. Okay, um, what, what do you do? You like walk over to Eden and and like as you're like, you know, getting there and you're saying hi, um, you see Stephanie and Sylvia heading for the stairs. Okay, um, Starfire's face quickens uh, and she walks up to Eden and goes, hey, I'm sorry, I know we're not officially, well, know each other very well. I need a favor from you and I need it quickly, if that's all right. Sure. I need you to not let them get up the stairs. All right. I will approach Stephanie. Starfire smiles, kind of gives a little bit of like the, okay, nod to Eden and will shift off just elsewhere. I think as they were, it, because Sylvia looked a little panicked, or not panicked, but hurried in a way that they don't, Stephanie, as they had walked away, I sigh every single time I, I realize I'm gonna do something because I know I know it just complicates the dynamic further. But look, I need to I need to keep the story feral. Stephanie would have taken Sylvia's hand as they walked. Oh my god! <laughs> Question: Would it be like Sylvia's arm is behind holding Stephanie's, or Stephanie would come up, grab the hand, and like kind of hug the arm? Oh, it would be hugging the arm by her side. Oh my god. Sick. My poor girl. Twisted. <laughs> anyway. But also Stephanie needs Stephanie's drunk and needs an anchor right now, so <laughs> Damn. Crazy that that's not her boyfriend. Anyway. I think instead of approaching Stephanie, Eden walks up to Caleb and just just like beelines essentially and just approaches him taps him on the shoulder yo what's up 
Didn't you think that was maybe a bit weird that Stephanie just right up and walked away like that? What are the odds you stop the two of them? And um, can I use the move um, bot loyalty? Yes. I'll do you a favor in return. Um, he like glances over your shoulder at Stephanie and Sylvia. Um, and he looks back at you and he says, um, yeah, uh, um, yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, well, you're, uh, you're friends with Caesar, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. He gets up. And, um... Walks over to... Stephanie and Sylvia. Um... Like, downs the rest of his drink. And, like, sets the solo cup just, like, on a, like, side table somewhere. Um... And he walks over to, uh... Walks over to, uh... Stephanie and Sylvia, like, right before you guys hit the stairs. Um, like, Caleb comes up behind you and, like, sort of, um, uh, I guess, like, tugs on Stephanie's free hand and says, um, uh, hey, babe, where, where are you going? Um, what's up? Something... Something up? I'm just going to go talk. I'm just going to go help Sylvia. What's, why are you stopping me? Um. I said I would be right back. He just like looks between the two of you and is just like, um, they can't like wait. We were having a good time. we were just standing around do you want to have a good time um for like a split second he looks at sylvia and then looks back at you do i clock that oh yeah what was that what, what was what? What was that look? You just shared a look. No, Stephanie no. Drops, Stephanie drops both their hands. Stephanie, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I gotta take a piss. And Sylvia's just gonna walk up the stairs. Okay, I'm texting. I'm, I'm texting them. I'm texting my team. Like, uh, Sylvia's coming up. Get the fuck out of there. ASAP. Like, that kind of thing. Sylvia looking up the stairs. Are they gonna see Cassie? Because Cassie was like uh, standing at the end Cassie of the hall. Cassie was out of view of the stairs, right? So you'd have to get up to the top. Okay. Cool. Wait, wait, what was- wait! Wait, what was that look? You didn't say- you didn't answer me! Is Sylvia gonna pause or is she just gonna keep going? She's just going to keep going. Because right now her excuse is she really needs to pee. And honestly, she doesn't want to be here for this. 
Yeah, um, Sylvia's gone. Caleb is floundering. Um, uh, he's just sort of, like, standing there, um, and is, you know, crosses his arms. It's like, um, it was, no, look, what the, look, no, no, we didn't, we didn't share a look. Um. Can I look into his eyes and say, Caleb Gray, you better fucking tell me the truth and cast Ring of Lies on him. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. <laughs> Ten. Three plus five plus two. Ten. Okay. Um, oh, and when that happens, her just for a moment, her eyes flash red. It's like it's like just for a moment, like her eyes roll back in the back of her head, and then it's like. It's it's just it's really brief. It's very weird, but um, he like starts to say something, and uh, then like puts like a hand like up to his head, and it's like ah shit, the fuck. Um, Caleb, I need the truth. looks down at his feet and he says in sort of a quiet voice um uh two weeks ago you weren't I was at a party with Sylvia, and you were sick, um, and we hooked up. It takes Stephanie a moment. And there's, there's real hurt on her face. but she hardens and just as loudly as possible without it being like a straight up screech just goes, you fucking cheated on me. Okay. Everyone, everyone hears that. Um, And you said that like, before you said that Caleb looks like he does look guilty. Um, But as you say that he like looks up at you and is like, he like keeps, he like looks around. He's like, what the fuck do you want me to say? What do you want me to say, Stephanie? You weren't there. Why are you even upset? I'm upset. Stephanie looks around. Are people watching? Yeah. Eden's been watching the entire time. I think, I think Eden shared a glance with Starfire, like, at the beginning, just, like, nods, but then, like, and I know, I know, it's standing like, there just, uh, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck did I do? Stephanie looks at the people 
watching and she just goes, she looks like she wants to say more and just, <laughs> can I slap him in the face? Yes. Roll to lash out physically. I'll use the string on Caleb to make it a partial success. I'll save my one forward. Um, okay, cool. Uh, choose one. They learn something about your true nature and gain a string on you. The MC decides how bad the harm turns out. You become your darkest self. I'm, com- I'm becoming my darkest self, baby. Yeah! Oh my god. Yeah! Yeah! Go crazy, go stupid. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, what happens as Stephanie slaps Caleb? She was gonna do the, like, kind of bitchy, just, like, mean girl, just, like, slap on the face, but there's so many emotions running through her right now that it's less that she, like, slaps him and that's what does the harm. There's, like, a ripple of energy that kind of goes off of her and like her eyes go red like not like she her eyes are bloodshot it's like the irises turn red in a weird supernatural way and her hair kind of does that like the floaty anime hair of like this kind of gathered power and she just goes, guess I've lost another best friend. And um, looks at all the people watching and goes, you should all know not to fuck with Stephanie Chaplin. All of you. And she turns and storms up the stairs to follow Sylvia. Caleb is standing there, the red mark across his face, and he... honestly just looks kind of stunned that that just happened and he just without a word turns and heads out the back door yeah um so meanwhile okay team on the stairs team team in the hallway you get you i mean you definitely like cassie because you're keeping watch you hear a commotion on the stairs and you hear like Caleb and Stephanie like starting to have like a conversation and then you get it then both of you get a text from Starfire that's like Sylvia's going up the stairs get out how far did how far did we get before that happened did we get into the room at all before that happened okay or no so you've got the hinges off the door. You can. You've not gotten into the room. You haven't even really looked into it. 
um, when you, like, get these texts. But you could go in now. If we went in, would it look like the door was still locked? If we shut ourselves in? Um, it might. It probably will. I mean, the door is, like, still locked, so you kind of, like, have to, like, pull the door back to, like, get yeah. inside. Once Cassie sees the text, she's going to turn and be like, Lucian, get in there now. And she's going to go up to the door and, like, pull it and then be holding it closed from the other end. Like, from inside. Are you not coming with me? Yeah, now go. Okay, um, go ahead, go then. Roll to run away. Okay, well, now I have, I'm at six. Cassie, do you have strings? Can I don't I, have any strings yeah, on. Can I use my string on Lucian to give a yes. plus one? That will get you up to a seven, which is a mixed success. <gasps> Amazing. Okay. It's all I need. All I need. <laughs> my process is they can hold the door shut, but someone has to hold the door and then the other person has to look. So they're just going to have to lose sight of what's going on outside. Uh, you should also roll to run away. Come on. You got it. I have a, sp- a string to spend on you if you need. <laughs> and you also have your light the way plus one. Thank so. God. <laughs> that's a six and a four so that's 10 okay, plus one perfect. uh 11 and then if we were to add star fires that would okay. be a 12 so lucian you get to decide you run into something worse you cause a big scene or you leave something behind yeah I'll leave something behind um i think out of his uh pocket when he like lent was leaning over to get to the door i think um as he was like trying to run really fast to shuffle to get in um uh oh god i think just his his uh his small cross necklace really dainty little tiny little cross necklace is like right under the door um but the two of you get inside push the door closed and sylvia you go up the stairs head for the bathroom um okay so the bathroom was stripped just an excuse to leave does not actually need to go to the bathroom um so she's gonna go go into her room grab regina and then go out and was actually going to go to that room with all the locks. Okay, we'll come back to that then. Um <laughs> Can I not can I not say oh, something? Can we not do anything? Well, what do you want to do? I just well if we're in the room, can we not bef- before Sylvia enters, can we get a look around? Can we can we get a little what's yeah. going what's the lay down right before Sylvia shows up? <laughs> yeah. Um okay. So, Lucian and Cassie, you get the door closed right behind you, and you're in a completely, like, pitch black room. There are no windows in this room. Um, With the door closed, there's only, like, a tiny sliver of light peeking in from underneath the door. Um, It's completely dark. Phone flashlight. You turn on your phone flashlight, and you aim it at the room. And there's, like, a table covered in, like, this green tablecloth. 
Um, and, you know, sort of on it are, like, these weird statuettes, almost. Um, there's, like, this sort of braided, embroidered edge on this tablecloth. And, like, I mean, as you get closer and you look around, like, scan your flashlight around, you say, this, this is not a table. This is an altar. It is um, completely flat on top. Um, huge, like, heavy wooden um, altar, like, with, like, these very intricate, like, detailings of, like, a snake down the sides. Um, and there's, like, a green a green cloth covering, like, part of it, but you can, like, see the, the wooden sides on either end. Um, pictures. Pictures, by the way. Flashy pictures. And you see... Um, on the wall, directly behind the altar, there is a very large painted portrait of, um, the woman that you saw in the family photos downstairs, um, who you presume to be Sylvia's mother. Um, impo- like, it, this is, like, a very imposing portrait. Like, she is a very sharp face, like, looking down at you. Um, and... Her eyes are like this bright green. And you see that in the portrait, she has like slitted pupils. Um, you see that uh, like there's another sort of like, there's something like sitting on the altar also like covered in a cloth. Um, and like all around this room, it's like, covered in like these like green drapings and um in the the like the floor here is all like stone like sort of like marble ish um but sort of done in like the sort of gold inlay on the floor right before like the altar which has like steps going up to it um is a carved Ouroboros, the snake with its tail in its mouth. While Lucian is looking around and taking pictures, uh, Cassie keeps her eyes on, on the light underneath the door and just says, like, is holding the door and it's just like, would you take pictures? Send them to me so that they're not just on your phone. Already doing it. Uh, and Lucian, as he takes pictures, is sending them to the Chosen Squad group chat so that they are uh, given to everyone. Um, and uh, he probably already has like a file on his phone that he keeps all like Chosen Squad business in and puts them all there and hides them. Um, and uh, just while he's doing it, I think he just sort of like over his shoulder asks Cassie's just like so uh prom that's um really Lucian right now you're gonna ask me about <laughs> I don't get very much free time with just you these days so yeah I'm gonna ask that's fair what about prom I want your advice and it's gonna be stupid and you can't tell everyone anyone okay gotcha I want to ask Caesar to prom, but I don't know if I can. 
stupid to want that, but I do. But I know you're kind of the only person who isn't going to make fun of me for that. So I'm telling you, you don't have to say anything because I just wanted to tell someone. But you uh, have a, you know, I just, uh, you know, I had yours planned out. Do you know that? When Lucian says that, Cassie casts like a glance behind her shoulder back at him. And there's like something in his eyes and then he blinks and he just goes, you should do it. I mean, there's nothing that we can't handle if anybody finds out, you know, you deserve to want, you deserve to have that Lucian. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it's whatever. Fuck, fuck. Does Starfire know about the thing you have going on? Yeah. I haven't said anything. Okay. Well, fuck it. You know, after this shit is done, I'm gonna go kiss Caesar right in the middle of this party. Right for fucking everyone. I'm gonna do it. Hell yeah. I mean, he's gotta find out sooner or later, right? And we will be behind you the whole way. Hell or high water, okay, Hurricane? <sighs> we should just breeze in. Do we want to take anything from here? That feels like a bad idea. No, leave it as it is. Yeah, all right. I think I'm done then. Question. Question. Yes. Um, so Lucian's been sending photos to the Chosen Squad mm-hmm. group chat, right? Yeah. Okay. So I would. I'm getting this in because I want. I need it to happen before Sylvia gets to the door. Um, and uh, Starfire is. We'll check her phone when it starts buzzing a whole bunch, and we'll start scrolling through. But when she gets to the photo of the Ouroboros, the snake eating its own tail, you see her grip on the chain tighten a lot, and she looks immediately over to Eden. You see, you. Probably, I don't know Starfire super well, but something you've definitely never seen before in her eyes, like real, actual fear. And she looks at you and says, Eden, I need your help. Like right now, we, we cannot let her, please. Just Cassie and Lucian are looking around the house and I think they're in one of the rooms and Sylvia is upstairs right now and we have to make sure that she does not find them. I, I... All right. What do you want me to do? Let's go. So, okay. So Eden and Starfire racing up the stairs. Stephanie, you already went up the stairs to find Sylvia. You go after her. Sylvia's gone into her room. What do you do? 
Stephanie walks into Sylvia's bedroom and closes the door. And her voice is flat. It's just the two of them. She doesn't need to put on a performance. And she just goes, why didn't you tell me? Tell you what? That you hooked up with Caleb. You know, I don't talk about that type of stuff. Why did you start dating Caleb after we hooked up? It was just fun. It wasn't anything. So, yeah. I was drunk. It was just fun. It didn't mean anything, so why does it matter? I would honestly thank you. I didn't have to fucking now find a date to prom. Why couldn't this have just happened over the summer where no one would ever have to know about it? What happened over the summer? Just not like not not that stuff just that i want to finish senior year perfectly and now my best friend fucking hooked up with my boyfriend yeah and it's strange that I'm your best friend, but I don't know if you really care about me, so you know how I feel about you. You know I care about you. Yeah, that was part of why I didn't tell you, because I thought it hurt you. But also, you never fucking talked about him, so... I'm just... <sighs> you know I care about you, too. Do you? Because apparently you're the only miserable one. You're the only one who can't have what they want. I don't think I can have what I want. So... You know I can't go down there. Why? You know I can't fucking... Date my best friend. You know I can't do that. I've never been able to do that. Why? 
because it's not the perfect relationship with the quarterback who everyone wants, who probably doesn't even want you. So you hooked up with him because you wanted to make me jealous? to see what the hype was about. Not much. Yeah. Probably got father with him than I ever did. Yeah. I did. I know I did, because he told me. Well, I've never seen a story where a someone's friend cheats on them with their boyfriend and then they remain friends. So, you know, we're going to have to leave this party enemies. Sylvia's gonna walk out with Regina. That definitely... Okay, first of all, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> um, this definitely also feels like a situation. You both gotta roll to shut each other down. Um, again. So please go ahead and do that. I'm gonna roll these dice, because these dice are better, better. So, Monster Hearts is a game where... <laughs> Again! Game. You, you don't have to... You don't have to... You, you can just end it there. You, this... Um, I rolled a 13. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I rolled... I rolled a 3! Uh, no, I rolled a 4. Sorry, I rolled a 4. Okay. So, Sylvia, with a 13, it's a total success. Um... You get to choose one from below. Lose a string on you. If they have no strings on you, gain one on them. They gain a condition, or you take one forward. I'll definitely lose the string. Okay, and Stephanie, mark experience for failing. Yeah, mark experience. Um, you say those words. We're enemies. Sylvia takes her snake and walks out of the room, leaving you there. And you have always been a person who crafts your words to hurt. And in this moment, you know, watching Sylvia's back as she leaves doesn't look at you. I think the person that hurts the most from those words might be you. So meanwhile, Stephanie and Caleb just had like, I mean, what everyone is sort of assuming, a very public breakup. Um, Caleb has, Stephanie has stormed off. Caleb has also stormed off. 
there's like you know a very tense awkward moment of silence as everyone's just kind of like wow that just happened and then the party kind of starts to go back to normal people are clearly talking about what just happened but the music is still playing and people are still drinking and so clearly stuff is going on but not enough people are invested to like stop doing what they're doing um and you follow after Caleb who has run off um yeah also can I say as I was like can I like pass by like a cooler and grab something that's like chilled like I don't know like a beer or something Am I able to catch Caesar's eye before he leaves since we were all kind of like in the observing the situation crowd? Okay, I just want to catch his eye really quick and give like a not I don't I don't know. I just want to catch his eye and make sure that he knows I'm here if he needs something. That's I I don't know. I see him walking out and it's just like a okay, you're going that way, we're going this way, cool. Like <laughs> just quick touch base i don't know i described that in the weirdest way possible (laughs) (laughs) no yeah um i think he's actually a little bit taken aback by that but he will give like a quick nod and just keep going he also does see eden standing by starfire yeah like after as like caesar leaves the two of you like you know talk and then start to like go up the stairs in a hurry um, but Caesar, you're already on your way out with like a cold beer in hand, um, following after Caleb, who went out the back door. Um, there's a patio. People are out there smoking. Um, Caleb doesn't stop. He just keeps going. Um, you see that like Alex is uh, sitting on the port on the porch with like a joint, um, passing it between some other people, and um, he like waves as like you step outside and he's like hey caesar what's up what's up with him uh you know uh he's having girl problems so i'm gonna talk to Uh, him that makes sense send him my best absolutely yeah i will do that uh you keep going and There's a very large backyard and a very large pool house um, in uh, the Strachiante backyard, but um, Caleb just keeps going, and there's, like, a big gate around the back. Um, Yeah, he he opens that motherfucking gate, and he heads into the woods. What? Okay. When they're like far enough from the party, he will he uh Caesar like will call out like Caleb. He he like had stopped um like at a certain point like he's not going far in. He just like gets inside like the tree line and then just like finds like a big tree, leans back against it and like sinks to the ground. And just sort of, like, pulls his knees up and puts his, like, head in his hands. And just sits there, sort of hunched over. 
Okay. Um, Caesar will approach and um, sort of like lean against a tree in front of him and be like, that was really embarrassing. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, yeah, I am. It was really embarrassing for you, I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out, Caesar. Mm-hmm. Who did you cheat on her with? so fucking stupid. It doesn't even... Is it... Is it even cheating? If we weren't even dating? Not really. But it was Sylvia. It's just... There was a party. I was drunk. Stephanie wasn't there. Sylvia was there, and I don't know. I was stupid. It it was stupid. It was fucking stupid. And I I mean, I knew she'd be bothered by it. But it's I didn't think she'd, like, actually be upset. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you thought would happen. She's kind of a massive bitch, so... I don't know why you thought she'd be cool about it when she's so high-strung about everything. I mean, if, if this, if we had had this, if we had, if we had talked in private and not in front of, you know, half of this fucking school, I bet it wouldn't bother her half as much as it did because that's all we are. Losing a best friend? What the fuck? We're just... We've just been playing pretend this whole time. That is, um, it's not surprising, you know, um, truthfully, she didn't like you and you, not like that, but You knew that. She said you're kind of boring, but... I don't know, you're nice. He, like, sighs 
and kind of laughs, but it just sounds really sad. And... He just says, God, I am such a fucking screw-up. Why'd you even follow me out here? You should've just left me. Well, you know... You did get slapped, so... This is for your face, by the way. And he, like, hands him the beer. Oh. Thanks. Uh, he, like, presses it to his face. Yeah. Do you want, um, the truth? Yeah, I... I think it was a lot of things. Part of me wanted to... See if you were fucked up about it. I wanted to see how much any of that mattered to you, her, the relationship. I don't know. I was really angry with you for a while. And, uh, I think I still am. But you were, you were mostly really nice, you know. Until you... You know, you do what screw-ups do, and you... Screwed up a good thing. You know, I... The one thing that I liked about what I had with Stephanie was that we just hang out and, like, watch TV. And I could just feel like a person Because I haven't since, uh, since, you know, we stopped talking and it's, it's my fault. I, I guess I can't get enough of ruining a good thing. I, you know, I, I, I get ruining it with Stephanie. I think that was inevitable. But, like, 
You know what? Calling what we did talking is generous. You, you didn't like, acknowledge me at school. You know, why, why did you, 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 you blocked me on everything. You, you didn't even say anything. You just, you know, things could have been fine. He like actually looks up to look at you. Um, the beer can against his cheek. And he says, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I told, I told my mom about you actually, um, and I, I wasn't expecting her to take it well, um, but you know the the the, the trade off for her not telling my dad um, was um, not bringing it up ever again and moving on um so um i mean i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so fucking sorry um and i i don't even really have the right to apologize but uh I mean, what what could I say? You know. Um. I think throughout this conversation, Caesar's been pretty tense and sort of defensive, and still angry at Caleb. But um, when Caleb says that, all a lot of the anger drains out of him and he will you know get off from like leaning on the other tree and he will sit next to Caleb and he'll say I kind of want to say That was really stupid to tell your mom about your, I don't know, I don't know, your hookup buddy. We, we weren't even, but um, no one's ever wanted, or I guess until recently no one's ever wanted to 
tell anyone about me. So I, I think it's sweet. And I'm sorry too, you know, I'm sorry it ruined everything. I, yeah, I mean, it was stupid, and I just, I guess it doesn't matter now. I have to scrape what's left of my fucking reputation back together. I can... Oh, God. I don't know what I can do, but I can try and help you with that. I don't know. Everyone likes me. I mean... <laughs> you don't have to. Honestly... This was kind of coming. But. Yeah, but like the whole getting slapped at a party and publicly dumped, you know, I don't think you deserve that. Um, he kind of laughs, cracks the beer. Um, oh my god, you are not supposed to drink that. That is so nasty. But okay, whatever. It's sealed, dude. It's fucking sealed. No, it's just beer is nasty. You're you have terrible taste. Listen, I'm gay, but I'm still a football player. <laughs> yeah, you are. He just kind of, like, looks at the ground, like, shuffles his feet a little bit, and he says, um... Thanks. Um... For coming out here and... Talking to me, I guess. Yeah, you know... You were, you were really nice to me. Um, for what it's worth, I hope things work out with you and Aster. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> How- do you know about that? Dude, I was him five months ago. I'm not an idiot. Oh my god. 
No, yeah. He's a little more um, conspicuous than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah. I hate that. Sorry, no, you're making me realize I have a thing for, I guess, repressed athletic blondes. Dude, you, you gotta fix that. (laughs) We're awful. You, yeah, you actually do not get to give me advice. (laughs) He laughs and he's like, yeah, fair. I should probably go. Yeah, you should go. Um, he gets up and, uh, Is, um, I'll, um, I'll see you around. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, when he starts to walk away, Susan will say, For what it's worth, I was really starting to like you. You know, I'm sorry it kind of blew up on us, <laughs> but it happens. Um, you see that, like, he, like, just, you know, sort of pauses for a moment, keeps walking, you see that he, like, brings a hand up to his face, uh, and waves with, like, his other hand, doesn't say anything. Um. And he, like, just keeps walking, like, sort of around the outside of the house, um, to go back to his car. Uh. What does Caesar do after that? Um, he stays seated uh, by the tree and just kind of puts his face in his hands and just like deep breaths in and out, trying not to cry because this was not the outcome he was expecting here and that was also the first time he admitted to himself that he cared about Caleb like that so and now he's gone just like everyone else but it's fine he's in private he can have his breakdown now and then go back to the party later sitting there 
hunched up against the tree. And it's, um, it's so quiet. You almost, you almost miss it over the sound of your own heaving breath. There's a twig snap out there in the dark. That feels like a good place to end. You motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) This episode featured Catherine Rarit as the Master of Ceremonies, Percival Walter as Lucian Astor, Quinn Borzen as Eden Grace, Arcadia Reeves as Cassie Rodriguez, Casey Fleming as Starfire Miller, Karina Revilla as Cesar Rodriguez Reyes, Victoria Nielsen as Sylvia Striciante, and Saffron Heftigaub as Stephanie Chaplin. The Valkyrie Cycle is co-directed by Catherine Rarit and Saffron Heftigaub and produced by Casey Fleming. This season's editing team includes Catherine Rarit, Karina Revilla, Casey Fleming, Zola Heftigaub, and Saffron Heftigaub. Music for The Valkyrie Cycle was composed by Haley Adams and Quinn Borzen. Art was created by Arcadia Reeves. And our social media team is run by Fabiola Liano. Additional sound effects are sourced from freesound.org and zapsupply.com under the Creative Commons Attribution License. For a full list of credits, please visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Again, that's midnightceremoniesmedia.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave us a review and tell your friends, as word of mouth is one of the best ways to support the show. We appreciate all your support, and thank you so much for listening.